Alrighty, we are recording. Hello and welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Hey. Hey. Hey, so we are back and we are still on the book two of Legend of Korra, yep. uh, Spirits, yep. and we are on episodes uh oh gosh three and four three and four civil wars part one and two and before we get started on that i just want to make a quick note if you listened to our last week's episode and you were like oh man i'm gonna make a comment so i can get my episodes read we actually do these episodes several at a time yeah uh, so, so it's only been about like an hour since we recorded the last one <laughs> yeah so we're not gonna say any comments we'll say them in probably like a few episodes from now yeah and so, hopefully so by that point that we have enough comments so that we can just like split them up and it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So so stay tuned, yep. kids. Uh, and so, yes, yeah, so let's go back. Uh, we're going to talk some some Civil War. Uh, not, yeah. Not between uh, your favorite superheroes, but between your favorite water tribes. Uh, yeah. So, so when we left off last time. Yeah. Uh, we had just gotten over, we'd just gotten the whole uh, spirit portal open. Well, a oh, spirit great. portal. A spirit portal. Yeah, there's there's multiples we find out. Yep. Um, and then we come back, and there's just a bunch of troops coming from the north, and we really don't know why they're here. Really, not really. Well, um, no, no, I guess we don't. So, um, uh, yeah, and so, uh, and the, you can see there's some obvious tensions because the people in the south are like, "Yo, we don't need you guys here," and people in the north are like, "Yo, stay in your lane, kids." Um, and Unalak gets, he's talking to Korra, and Korra's like, yo, why, what? Uh, he's like, listen, you just opened the spear portal, and that's really rad and stuff, but we need to protect this thing, because that's some serious business. So we, we just have the troops here, they're just gonna, they're gonna protect it. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Would, I agree with, you know, do that, but these troops are acting very hostile. Very. To this other tribe, and I'm like, hey, you said you wanted unity, you know what's not great for unity? Hostility, yeah, conflict in on that kind of level. Um, Unalak also explains that there's not just one spirit portal in the south. There's also one in the north with Santa Claus that that still needs to be opened. It's with Santa Claus, right? Uh, uh yes, like actual Avatar Santa Claus is up there with his uh, Wait, uh is his that real? reindeer elk. Is that real? Uh, um, I listen. I I everyone has to learn this at some point when they get older. But there is no Avatar <laughs> no, Santa Claus. I'm really <laughs> sorry. It's it's been it was your parents the entire time. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going. All right. So uh, this episode's gonna be long anyway. <laughs> I know this is gonna be long as hell. Um. So uh. Oh God. Where am I? Anyway. So yeah. So there's a spear portal in the north, and when they're both open, you can just like literally walk in between them, and then you go from the north and you go. And then you're right in the south again, which is oh cool, a pretty yeah. That's that's what he said. So yeah, um, which is it's a pretty good mode of transport. Can you imagine you just walk like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit? And I'm like, okay, that makes that that's kind of cool, man. Um, except you're kind of being a dick about the whole situation. Let's be honest here. Um, yeah, and then like I thought it was gonna like lead to. I will get to it. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's like, this will reunite the tribes because they've been separated for so long to the point where they're barely, they're not even really the same tribe anymore. I don't even know, like, why are they separated? They, I think, um, because I think they're just like the places where it's called. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know the history of why the North, Northern and Southern tribes were, were split. Um, there was the, there was the water tribes war and it ended exactly like North and South Korea. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know which one's which, though. Unalak is a communist. This on next episode of uh, isn't, he, isn't he kind of? Not really. He's more of a theocratist. He probably. I don't know. Okay, I don't it's, know. It's, what is a theocratist? He's like a. He's theocratic, as in he he governs through religion instead of through like. But a that family. ends always well. That always ends so dang good. Mm, um, anyway, but you know, that's in course. Like I like the idea of the tribes being united. I don't. Uh, it cool. sounds nice. I'm gonna. The idea is all right. It sounds. It's okay. exactly like communism. The idea is nice, <laughs> but in practice, actually very terrible. Yeah. Um. Then so we're gonna switch over. Sorry to, to all our communist friends out to, there. To our favorite Airbenders, uh, or our only Airbenders really. So Tenzin and his siblings are. Uh, um, and the kids. Yeah, they're they're hanging out, 
And and we, we learned some stuff here. Yeah. We learned some really interesting information about what it was like to grow up in the Avatar Aang household. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, uh, Tenzin was like, yeah, man, I love all this vacation stuff. Reminds me when we were all hanging out, going on vacation with dad. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kai and Boomy are like, actually, we weren't there. It was just you two uh, doing yeah. that. Um, and that was a very interesting uh, I found, discovery. I'll say that I found that weird. That, like, that happened? Yeah. Man, because, so here's the thing that people might understand from, like, me watching the Avatar Last Airbender. I love Katara. I think that she is awesome, and she speaks her mind, and she will not take shit from anybody. Oh, tell him. Yes. You agree, right? I agree. Oh, I agree. Who doesn't love Katara? What a great lady. Exactly. So I feel, like, obviously, like, like, I get, like, the whole, like, Airbender thing, and, like, you know, you want to teach this one kid about that, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like if, like, Katara kind of noticed this, that, like, maybe you're giving too much attention to one kid, Mm -hmm. Katara would have said something. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, did she, didn't she, Mm -hmm. what happened there? Did she even get more attention to Kaya because she's a waterbender, Mm -hmm. although Boomy kind of seems pretty okay. Yeah. You know... I don't know. It seems that inter- I mean I found that interesting that like that would have happened, but mm-hmm. then it's also kind of like like for a while we have seen like the idea of that like Aang and Katara were just like this like it was all this, like perfect family kind of right. thing. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of starts to chip away at this idea that everything was one hundred and ten percent happily ever after at the end of the last Airbender. I think that can uh, make some people like, oh, that's cool, and other people like, uh no. But I like that because it makes yeah. them more like human. It's very yeah. I think it's very human. Um, and I think we're really we're dealing with kind of these these unreliable kind of narrators here trying to tell us, um, you know, what really what it was like being kids. Because obviously, uh, you kind of have your own kind of skewed view of the world when you're a kid so we really don't yeah. know what the truth is but we're going to touch a little bit more about that later on i think because it's still it's this is a a, a recurring uh point in both episodes that yeah we yeah today. definitely so we're just going to put that idea in the back of your head mm-hmm. um so we can flash back to the southern water tribe and there is a meeting uh where a bunch of people in the south a lot of leaders in the south are talking about, like, what the heck is going on The here? meeting at Korra's parents' house, we should point out. Ah, uh, yes. This meeting is taking place at the home of Tonark and Senna, Korra's lovely parents. What's um, her mom's name? Senna. Okay. Also, just um, sidetrack for a bit. You didn't tell me this. Who voices Kaya? Oh, I don't... I, I asked you that during the commentary, yeah, and, and you didn't say anything. Because I was busy watching this show. You've seen so, the show. I, I, I like the show. Uh, hold on. Yeah, because um, she just sounded familiar. Lisa Edelstein? Edelstein. Oh, yeah, I know her. Oh. She was, she was, uh, she was the main character on Hell. She was Dr. Cuddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love her. Nice. Well, now we know. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we're back in this meeting, um, and, and so, so our good friend Varric is there. Uh, I lo- I'm loving Varric so much. Varric, I I enjoy Varric. Oh, he is actor. he is pleasant. He is he's fun. And I kind of compared him because like people like because you pointed out because I first referred to him as Prince, and then you said he was more like Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. and just kind of like and I'm thinking of the movie The Aviator, and I'm like he kind of reminds me like eccentrically he's a lot like um, when Kate Blanchett with Catherine Hepburn. Ah, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like Beric is trying to kind of egg these people on. He's like, oh, man, we got to start preparing for war. Well, she kind of, I would say she, he kind of points out that, like, they're not, like, they don't want neutrality and they kind of want to, like, keep all the wealth. Like, he's focusing on himself, but I'm kind of like. He's very much focusing on himself. But I'm like, he's like, they want all our money. But I'm like, here's a point. Daddy, there's, there's a point somewhere in what he's saying. I I don't trust, like, any, I'm like, it's very sketchy. Yeah. Um. So, so they're talking, and Cora's here, and the Tanaka's is like, "Hey, can you talk to your uncle. Let's let's stop here." Um, and then we're back in the <laughs> oh, it's this scene with uh, Bolin is pulling a cart, pulling yeah. a little, little rickshaw was, kind of. That was a bit silly. Eska and Desna, and th- there's twins. We see a little bit about how they're just terrible with people because they have like the weirdest laughs ever. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, they like. I guess that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like being like who their dad is. Yeah, I feel like they 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 probably should have. I wonder what their mother is like. That's all I wonder here. It's like, what was their maternal figure in life like? I feel like not very present. Who knows? Who knows? That's a great great mystery. So Bolin's like, oh man, it's gonna be a shame when you go back to the north, and then we're gonna be separated. Yeah. Oh no. Um. And then Eska's like, oh no, you're you're definitely coming with me, bro. 
And then Malin freaks out and decides he should take some relationship advice from none other than the master of relationships himself, Mako. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> master of relationships, There's a lot quote of air unquote. Quotes. There's a lot of air quotes going on in, in this room right now. Um, <laughs> well, because like, I brought the point, like, Malin, you don't have to go. Like, I know, like, she's kind of forcing, like, she says, like, oh, yeah, you're going to come with us? Like, you, you don't have to go. Yeah. But she's a scary waterbender lady. She's and, not that, I don't find her that scary. And Mako is like, no, you just gotta, uh, you rip just gotta the rip, leech it off. Off. rip the leech off. Because that's what Mako does when he breaks up with girls. I don't know, him and Asami seem to be on good terms. Ex- exactly. That's, that's the point. Are they on good terms? Like, it seems pretty like good it. terms, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're on I good don't know terms. If, I don't know if it's gonna, like, you know, come up later. Who knows? Because, like, I, yeah, you know. All right, well... And then, then Cora comes and she's talking to Unalak and she's like, hey man, these Southerners aren't very happy. And Unalak's like, uh, he's like, man, there could be like a civil war going on here. And Unalak's like, hey, that would be, disrupt the balance. Yes. And and it's your job to keep the balance there. Because people are going to start taking sides. But you can't take sides. You got to be neutral on this whole thing. Yes. And she's like, uh. And she's like, I like it look like I know you've grown up right. here. But like you still got to be neutral. I know you're pretty partial. Uh, but still. Very partial. And. And so, and then we can continue to see these, uh, these these tensions rise because because the Northern Water Tribes are a bunch of like the soldiers are a bunch of dicks. They are, they are. A bunch they're of like not even trying to be neutral. No, they're not. It's and their fault. They're, they're, they're like, hey, you got to get back in line. And well, then all of a like, sudden, Water Tribes are like, hey, man, like stop messing, like pick on somebody your own. Yeah, size. like a bunch, like some kids were just like like making like not as making fun of them, like throwing snowballs at them, and then they knock them off a roof. Yeah, and that's, you're, you don't knock children off roofs. You're just like, oh, kids, what are you going to do? And then, then Cora is trying to keep it neutral, right? And not doing well. And not doing well, because everybody's like, you're taking their side. You're taking their side. And somebody's like, you're the worst avatar ever. <laughs> um, After uh, Unlock was kind of like, I can see you being the best avatar ever. And then, then Tanrak is like, yo, let's call it off, man. And then... Uh, Cora's not very happy. She storms off. Well, like, her, and her dad could be a good teacher for her. Like, cause, like, he could teach her how to be a leader. Because mm-hmm. he... He's a pretty good leader. He is a pretty good leader. Like, I, besides, like, all the stuff that happened before, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He seems like a good leader. Yeah. And, like, I think you said this, too, when we were watching. You were like, uh, Cora's a good avatar, but she's not quite a good leader yet. Which, like, yeah, you got to learn how to do... It's a very blah, good blah, blah, blah. Learn how very to do good, that. It's a very good observation. Yeah. I really want to bring that point up because it's a good good point you're welcome <laughs> um and so then then we're going back to the air temple here and tense and kai and boomy they're looking for iki because she she ran away well because they're making fun of her this and sounds like a plot point that is. might be a parallel to something this else may, this may be a parallel and then kai is like yo tenzin you don't spend enough time with your children which is why they're like the way they are which well, Tenzin agrees doesn't he Tenzin, well, Tenzin is like he's like yeah he's like too busy with my own stuff he's like man I really wish I was like my dad because my dad was super good and then they're at making the balance and the kids are like no you idiot he wasn't he wasn't good at that at all <laughs> Avataring was a little too uh, married to the job like I'll say this like I'm like I will 100% say this even though I don't know because like you know Ang's dead and we don't get his side of this yeah. I don't know do we ever get a side of this uh, I don't think so. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, because <laughs> kind he's kind of dead. No, no, no. But like you know, spirits. Spirits, true. I was gonna this say, is called like horror could be like, hey, like, did you ever, or like, do we see it or anything? Like maybe I don't know. But I was saying, like, you, I'm I'm going to say I'm pretty sure that at least like he did care about his children. Oh, definitely, because it's Aang we're talking about here. It's just kind of like, hey, here's this like I didn't like. There's another Airbender now. And yeah. he's my kid. I should teach him. Yeah, I don't. I think that the the reality lies in between what everyone is saying. The re, I don't think, uh, you know, ignored his kids as much as some of them think they did. And I don't think he was as perfect with it as Tenzin thinks he is. Katara was perfect. Katara was the best. Because she's Katara, probably, and she probably is not getting enough credit from her children for being well they're uh, they're focusing on their dad like there's a lot of dad focus in this there's a lot of daddy issues in this season which i don't i don't mind daddy issues but like and like most of them seem like legit daddy issues unlike some other stuff yeah which is like not legit daddy welcome to the avatar universe where a lot of people have issues with their father this was present in like every season of the show somebody has issues with their father well that's because katara and sokka's mom was dead 
True. And then they found out how she died, and I'm just like, oh, the best mom ever. So the moms are just the best. Moms are the best. And they the just dad, don't get the credit for it. And they don't get the credit for it, and then the dads have issues. The dads have issues. <laughs> Welcome to the Avatar universe. <laughs> this is your first lesson. Anyway. Um, no, uh, no, no, no. The first, le- no, the first lesson is hashtag most firebenders. Hashtag most firebenders um so yes it's interesting so this conflict basically ends with tenson like doesn't want to really talk about their dad not being perfect and kaya's like we didn't have like the best childhood it wasn't perfect it was good it wasn't perfect though uh and so with that leave us to think about where we slowly try to crumple the the thoughts we have as ang as a father Mm -hmm. um and then we go back to the water tribe uh and so Cora and Mako are talking, which is one of our favorite things to watch in this whole series. So much. I know. Um, it's not as bad as last season, but no, like, actually, it actually isn't. Like so far, it's pretty. You're pretty. I like, hope oh, it doesn't okay. get. I hope it doesn't go bad. I hope it doesn't go bad. I really hope, really hope not. Um, oh, it's gonna go bad. So, <laughs> you know, he's trying to. She's trying to explain to him, and he doesn't really know how to handle it. He's like, maybe we should just go get some dinner. I do kind of um, like. He says at this point, like, "Do you just want my support, or do you want advice?" Like he asks, like, "What he's because like he's, yeah, like he asks for help." Mm-hmm. good for you mako mm-hmm. you get another point yep so so then they go on a nice date and everything is good and happy except, except it's a double date well so it's kind plus of, one so it's a five person date between well it's a double date and then um her brother's just kind of yeah his brother's so just kind of bo- fifth wheeling and then yeah uh, Bolin i know that feeling bro i know the feeling he's he's fifth wheeling but i don't think he really realizes it that's okay man i don't think um, he cares so obviously the breakup thing isn't going well oh no um just and that's just really all that we gain from that <laughs> well because like he's kind of saying like like Mako's like didn't you bring it up and she's just kind of like i mean i bring it up but then she always says like she's gonna like freeze me and it's kind of like slowly bringing it up just and like, feed him to dolphin piranhas oh i forgot about that part because yeah. i was gonna say like look like if she's just gonna freeze you your brother has fire bending powers yeah he can melt it away also you're friends with the avatar Good pro cool. i'm pretty sure your friends will help you out <laughs> uh, also sam will help you out which by the way where is she where the great question here in these whole past like three episodes have been, where is Asami? Where <laughs> anyway? Where keep is going. She? Um, and so we're, we're going we're going back. We're flashback to the scene of where our B plot, where uh, the the Avatar Aang children are trying to find uh, Iki, mm-hmm. and Bumi is telling a nice uh, war story. It uh, was nice. The United Forces, and you can tell he's kind of a uh, he's probably stretching the truth a little bit, maybe. I mean, I get it, because, like, he needs to be more interesting than his two bending. <laughs> the most interesting world, man in the world. Well, because, like, his siblings are benders. Yeah. He's, he's got... Well, that comes up right then, because they're they're trying to find a way down a waterfall. And Boomy's like, let's not go this way. Let's go this way. So, so it's just trying to, like, climb down a waterfall, which is kind of dangerous. Uh, he and, seems like a daredevil, and he's though. he's like, oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Psh, this could be easy for a couple of benders. And then they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. So they get down with ease. Boomy, not so much. He kind of hurts himself on the way down. Yeah. Uh, and they basically just give him crap for being a non-bender, which was a really sad scene. <laughs> I feel like that would have happened, though. Yeah. At some point. But I, I feel like something tells me because like I feel like because I was like was wondering if they gave him like a ton of crap. Yeah. And I feel like if they did, like, Boomy would not have, like, especially the, his relationship with Kaya. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't have that good of, they feel like they have a good relationship. They do. So I feel like their relationship wouldn't be as good if they bullied him constantly. Yeah. So I feel like it's just, like, a little bit. Yeah. Well, the thing with Boomy here is that, yeah, so they're basically, they're like, they, the siblings are basically telling me, you can't do what we can do because you're not a bender. And I think mm-hmm. that's, I feel like that's a lot of motivation for Boomy's character, probably. He probably feels like he's got something to prove. Yeah, but I like it. It didn't become like a like a broody like villain. Kind no, of guy. he's he's not. No, not at all. He's kind of a giant. Probably because dork. Katara treated him like everybody else. Yeah, good. And probably Aang for a little yeah, bit. Probably, oh, definitely Aang. And Sokka. So if, I, oh, I wish like I don't know if Sokka's anymore, but I kind of want. I would like to see their relationship. They probably would have had the best. Oh my god, it would have been so good. Like uncle nephew relationship. That would have been the best. And I definitely would pay money to watch or read that. Hint, hint, uh, to anybody who is writing those comics now uh just saying <laughs> anyway and back at the southern water tribe uh cora is talking to her mom and she's like hey mom what the heck which i was on? like kept saying for like the whole episode like okay can cora just like talk to her mom yeah her mom gets kind of taking a back seat to a lot of this yeah i mean i get it because like she, she i don't i don't i assume her life's probably not that interesting yeah she's she's just doing her own thing yeah but i'm kind of like you know who could probably like help cora like and like help her out her mom Mm-hmm. And like maybe even like talk to her dad and be like, okay, like I'll talk to her because she's clearly doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. And but she also thinks like dad that like her dad sent her, which 
you know, why would he? Mm. Like, of course the mother's gonna. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And because I think, uh, yeah, Sen doesn't really know a lot what's going on. And Cora's mad because she's like, everybody's lying to me. And she's like, oh, yeah. You yeah, figure that kind of happened. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you knew? And she's like, yeah, man. I'm like, no shit, she knew. No, it's, it's, that's it's like, father. that's like 25th date material. <laughs> like, that's like three days before the vows. <laughs> you kind of drop that one. I was on say, maybe a week. <laughs> it was a little, head, a little heads up. Uh, um, By the way. Yeah, so. And Sen is like, man, we just want you. We just want to have a normal life in the South. We wanted to chill and have like a nice family. But then you were the Avatar, and that's cool and all. And of course, like, well, I didn't. Enough. And I think Korra's kind of like, I don't want a normal. She child. never wanted a normal life. She wanted to be the Avatar, and it's kind of like, yeah. But I guess like they obviously like what's something you're not gonna predict that your child is the Avatar. Mm-hmm. And then sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she's she gets kind of angry, and so like later off, later on, she's going to. Uh, to Unalak's place. To, and she keeps uh, calling him uncle a lot in this one. Oh, yeah. This is when she finds his uncle. And you're like, yeah, that guy. Um, talking about her uncle. And then, but but there's people there. And they're kidnapping Unalak. Yep. And they're all wearing masks. Yep. And one of them looks suspiciously like Tonra. One of, what, one of them has, like, his belt. And then... It's his... Yeah. And probably the same color eyes and, like, eyebrows. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, crap, my dad's kidnapping his bro. But then he she doesn't stop that. But that guy doesn't say anything, which kind of made me think that, yeah. like, it's something's pro- up there. Something's up there. Um, and so there's a chase scene, uh, and she ba- and she stops him, and it turns out that the person kidnapping her uncle was not her father. Just some random guy. And they're like, yeah, your dad's a traitor, too, because he didn't want to join us. Yeah. Um, and so these guys get arrested and put into jail. But she's like, let's, let's, you can't just throw him in jail willy-nilly. Let's at least give him a fair trial. And Unlock says, okay, and I'm just like, this is going to be so rigged. <laughs> So, so rigged. rigged. Yeah. And you, you, it's, ah, it's so obvious. And you, they also have to try to, they're trying to find Varric too, because Varric was the mastermind behind the Which I get. Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, because it's Varric. And uh, and so that's that's where we are right now. We're trying to find the trial. Um, and then back at the Southern Air Temple, this is where, um, oh, we kind of talked about the scene already. Oh, like them, like, like Kai was like healing Boomy yeah. as he fell. Yeah. And then they're just, I think it's just like more, it's more fighting. I don't really remember what Yeah, they're just fighting a little more. Um, and then eventually they split up because they get really annoyed at each other. Um, well, Tyson's kind of like, why don't you go see if um, Miki came back and I'm just going to keep looking. Yeah. Oh, I like this point. Um, they're kind of arguing like about each other. And because uh, they're like, oh, Boomi's immature. Like Tenzin's always, was always the one hanging out with dad. And then Kaya was like kind of a free spirit walking around. And Kaya defends herself by saying, hey, I was the only one who uh, moved back to be with mom when dad died. So screw you guys. I kind of... I kind of get that though, because like, like Boomu was like a general. Yeah, he probably couldn't come back and like just like retire mm-hmm. and like stay with her. And Tenzin has a family. Well, he and he had he was on a council for a really long time. Yeah, like he's got to stay there. Yeah. Um, but so like that's not a great. I get it, but like it's not a great. Like probably Kai was probably the only one who could go back. Yeah, and so she she basically dropped her life to go back and be with her mom. So good yeah, for, good for you, Kaya. Yeah, we respect you. Mm-hmm. You are you are a good child. I like Kaya. Kaya's so good. Yeah. Anyway, so um, all the women are the best. <laughs> and then back at the Southern uh, Water Tribe, Akora approaches her parents and says, "Hey, sorry that I thought you were part of this," and she gets really emotional. Um, I'm and like, sorry for like apologizes. everything. Yeah, everyone's everyone's just really sorry for everything that's happened. Um, her dad says that she's that he's proud of her. For yeah, everything's good. Everything. everything I'm like, is so this good. was like this was a nice moment. It was a really nice moment. I was like, mm, yeah. and like it felt like Cora was kind of getting back to like where she was in season one mm-hmm. when like she became like less like hot headed and like mellowed out a bit. Right. I don't. I don't really remember how mellow she was after at the end of season one. She seemed fairly uh-huh. mellow. Yeah. Not really. Well, she was also kind of depressed because she lost her bending for a really long time. Yeah. I think it's like she got like to a point and then they regressed her back and now she's starting to go back there. Yeah. And I kind of like... She's kind of moving back forward again. Yeah. So, and I kind of like that. But like, it seems like at this point, like she still like kind of respects Unalak, mm-hmm. but she, she's like forgives her dad now and all, everything's good. What can go wrong? What can possibly go wrong? Except a bunch of Northern troops uh, walking into their house and arresting her parents. Yeah, but, you know, because uh, because they were allegedly conspiring to assassinate Unalak. Oh, well, wait, okay, so we 
established that they had a discussion in their house. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah, so we established that and that probably her dad knew that they were going to try to kidnap Unalak. Yeah. But he didn't want to join in. So, technically... Right. So technically, like I get like why he was like arrested, but like it wouldn't be like it would probably just be like a you probably should have told your brother yeah. that this is gonna happen and just like, pay a fine. Mm-hmm. Her mom didn't really do anything. No, her mom didn't do anything. Yeah, except for like it was at her house. Yeah, it was just at their house. They had to meet somewhere. I mean, they could have met in like a council room or like, like a, not a lot of places or like a neutral there, building. There's a lot of ice and stuff. That's there might true. be a neutral building. Maybe, but it was like the da- the dining hall where they had that. Uh, dinner party. Ooh, they could have done it there. Nice. Neutral ground. Secret though, like where there's no northern people. Anyway, so um, that's where we end that episode with mm-hmm. uh, with this, this people getting arrested, mm-hmm. uh, as any good episode should end. So yes. What were your thoughts on this episode? I like this one. I think definitely more than the last two. Mm-hmm. Actually, quite a lot more. Although I did find it interesting that, um, and this kind of changed with the lot the next episode that I found like the B plot and like everything with um, Ang. Hanging kids. Yeah. Like, you know, Ang's not there. Yeah. Like, a lot more interesting. And mm-hmm. it's just, I guess probably because, like, you're dealing with, like, characters that we already know and learning that, hey, they're not perfect, which mm-hmm. I like. And just, like, some sibling rivalry and, like, real problems. Yeah. And I found that way more interesting than the whole spirit stuff, which, like, most steps, like, I kind of knew where it was going to go. Right. With, like, well, not all thing. I didn't really know about the kidnapping. I didn't really think about that. Mm-hmm. But, like, and then, like, and... I guess just like everything Cora was doing and like, like maybe not asking for much help. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just like, they're feeling like there was a lot of pointless scenes too. Like pretty much anything with like Bolin and Esco was kind of just like. Yeah. It was a weak C plot that really didn't need to be in it. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of, yeah. But like the ending bit was good. And like, I'm just like looking at like the way like the trial is going to go on. Like, you know, this is going to be rigged. <laughs> yeah. so know it but i like i like the ending with her and her parents yeah it was a really good heartfelt family scene like you really felt it i think yeah and like i like the arrest thing because kind of like hey look something interesting hey look a plot we got, we got a plot here kids all right what about you um no i think i when you said i find the the b plot with the the siblings with Tenzin, Bumi, and Kaya to be more interesting. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've I always thought that. I think when watching that first time I watched it, like a billionth time I watched it, um, I still think that because the yeah the, the A plot in this it's it's more like it's a it's a plot for the sake of plot. I feel mm-hmm. um, it's not really doing much for me, but I I like the um, because I think with the with the other plot with the kids and stuff. Uh, the siblings, it's, I mean, you're also learning about the characters from The Last Airbender, which I think everybody misses yeah. in their own right, because they were some of the best, you know? You can't go wrong with Avatar Last Airbender and those those guys. The original yeah. gang, if you will. Yeah. Um, it's not going to have any kids. Uh, it, nobody knows. Oh, God. <laughs> Sokka's history is so, like, it's so, like, eh. It's so, like, strong. He had a girlfriend. Yeah, and I don't. And like the, if you look at the, the creators are like very deliberately, I feel like, like don't make a comment on it, which is why I think it's going to come up in one of the comics. I hope so. Um, if anybody who's, who writes comics is listening to this right now, please include. Yeah, like who doesn't like? Like I'm pretty sure like Sokka's like the fa- one of the favorites. Yeah, everybody loves Sokka. And I don't know. I feel like uh, Sokka gets kind of shafted in this series because they don't really talk about him a lot. His story is elsewhere, mm-hmm. and I just really miss Sokka that's really hashtag more Sokka (laughs) hashtag please more Sokka um but yeah so I really like love that B plot I think it's it was so interesting I think to feel I think it was a very not controversial in a way Mm -hmm. um but people were very divided on whether the idea of uh Aang not being the perfect father because he was such just he's a good person yeah um I think people were really surprised about that because they thought you know he would be perfect but you have to realize he's the avatar uh, and he, ha- there's a lot of responsibilities there and he was, you know, and can you have it all? That's the question. The rhetorical question we're going to state here. Yeah. And like, um, like I said, I like the fact that like he wasn't, I, the only thing I'm thinking is just kind of like, I feel like if he was just like taking his one airbender son around mm-hmm. on these vacations, I just, I feel like Katara would have said something. Yeah. Yeah. You think Katara would be like, and be like, Hey, like you got two other kids. I know they're not airbenders, but like they, they still need your fatherly love and like granted we'll say this about kind of me i don't think they're saying that like they don't like dislike their father no it was no. not like a like a disney dad kind of thing they're, yeah no because they they still like you can tell because they they they're like you know they say that they are 
Aang's kids too. So they, you know, they want to be a part of their their family's uh, heritage yeah, versus everyone else. Which I like. It's not like a whole, like, I hate you, dad thing. It's like, no, yeah. we clearly like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, well, maybe, you know, you know we were talking about Katara and how, like, surprised she didn't say something. Maybe she did say something, but just not in the presence of her own children, which could be very true. Who knows? Oh, no, I don't think she might have, oh, like, so he said something to Aang in the presence yeah. of her own children? Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, hey, man, like... Yeah, but they don't mention, like, any other vacations that, like, they took together, like, right. later on in life. Because, like, yeah. I could see that. But maybe maybe they did, and they just don't want to focus on that. Because, you know... Oh, that makes sense. Do, yeah, they yeah, focus yeah. on only the bad stuff. Uh, as it's very human nature, too. But anyway, so, yeah, I found that part super interesting. I That's always something I want to mm-hmm. learn more about um, anytime... I always think about that because mm-hmm. it's it's good because uh, you know we have those ties to the old characters and which sucks because it's a sequel show and you probably should find this stuff with the newer characters more interesting probably mm-hmm. uh, but for now for this episode it was like yeah it's all right yeah it's fine all right uh, any other thoughts for this episode uh no that's about it all right cool so when we come back we're gonna be looking at Civil Wars Part Two stay tuned. are back and we are talking legend of Korra book two spirit silver wars part two let's Woo! go uh with our synopsis so when we ended the last episode uh our the parents of our favorite avatar or our favorite waterbending current avatar mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> however you feel about we're Korra. arrested for treason they were call? arrested for plotting to uh assassinate unlock which, which is always a good thing which we you know i, I don't think a lot of us agree with that listen like i were just they were there but they weren't like plotting they weren't part of it well like because like i didn't really think about like what they'd be arrested for and they're like oh yeah treason and i'm like i read a lot of history if you get guilty if you're guilty of treason you're dead yeah your head is chopped off you're burnt at the stake you're guillotine which basically the same thing as getting your head chopped off Yep, and so so Corey is like, "Yo, uh, that's you're not right here, Unalak." Unalak's like, "Listen, listen, Cora. Like, it's all right. I got this. I I know a judge guy. He's the, the he's the fairest in the land. The fact that he pointed he's the fairest. It out. The in fact the land. that he's like, I'm gonna pick the judge. I'm kind I'm of- gonna pick the judge, and he's gonna be totally fair and not totally biased. I'm me. like, no. And then and then oh, okay, yeah, that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mako, Bolin, and Asami are in. Asami's back. They're they're waiting. Asami is back. Hooray! Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you to the Avatar gods. Um, <laughs> they're they're waiting for Varric because uh, you know they, they need to close this deal with Future Industries, and they're waiting in this room, and Varric is nowhere to be found. That is um, true. And Bolin's very happy because uh, Eska cannot find him there. Um, but of course, as soon as he says that, they walk uh, in. Yeah. And, uh, well, they're looking. And th- they're not looking for Bolin, though, which no. is okay. They're looking for Beric because he needs to go on trial. He does. Well, That's for treason. Yeah. Yes. As a traitor. Um, yes. And they're like, oh, yeah. And also our aunt and uncle. And they're like, Kakor's parents? That's kind of important. And they're like, oh, yeah, by, by the way. Um, oh, then, no. And they leave. Uh, and... So they're like, Varric, where is this guy? And suddenly Varric is, he's there. He's in the room. But yeah. where in the room? He is inside of a stuffed platypus bear. I'm really glad Varric's back. I like it. <laughs> You're so good. Uh, he's in this, he's in a platypus bear whose name is Ping Ping, which is a fun fact. And he's also there with Julie, who is his assistant. They're in the thing. That- they're in it together. They're just in there. And she tried, she made him some tea in there. And we're not really sure how that worked. But she there was no honey in the bear, even though it's a bear. No honey in there. <sighs> That was weird. Like, were they, were, were they, like, doing anything in there? You know, it is best that we not think about this because it is a bear. No, like, if they're, if it's, like, it's, I mean, like, it's probably comfortable in there. And, like, they probably, it's probably a taxidermied bear. Yeah. It's probably, like, it's not gross. It's probably really warm in there, though. I wouldn't, you want to get too warm in there. Eh. No, no, no. It's like that thing. Oh, it's really warm. We need to take all our clothes off. Oh, now we're cold again. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Ah. I mean, you know... I guess they're adults. I don't know the relationship. Anyway. <laughs> That's just like one of my fan fictions. Um, what? No. <laughs> I don't write fan fiction. You know that. <laughs> um, but uh, Varric is like, hey, Bolin, I got, got something for you. And he drops a wad of cash out of a platypus bear's yes. butt. Because 
this is a very adult show. Um, and he's like, you, you use it to bribe because obviously this is not going to be a fair trial. So let's try to swing the judges in our favor. And he's like, oh, it's a good idea. Yeah, here's the thing. I, this is why like, I love, I do love Varric now. Yes. I love him. Yeah. Here's why. Because he, he is corrupt and he will bribe people and he like does not care. And very true. And he's honest about he's, it. He's honest about he's it. He's honest about who he is. He's I'm, very upfront about whatever kind of person he is. I respect that in a person. If you are, if you, you could be a horrible person. If you're honest about it, I'm like, I'm like, cool. Even if you're, you're honest about being a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, so that's where that scene ends. We end with a potential bribery. Bribery. And so back at the Southern Air Temple, uh, Tenzin is flying solo now because his siblings left because they were all in a tizzy. Um, he's looking for Iki. Mm-hmm. And... He goes into a nice cave and finds his daughter hanging with a bunch of baby baby bison. Yeah, the cutest things ever, and they have the best names. I forget uh, all their names. Uh, oh, okay. We have uh, Blueberry Spicehead, Princess Rainbow Twinkle, Starchild, and Juniper Lightning Bug. All right. I have. <laughs> I do not remember that off the top of my head. I have it here in front of me on my computer. Um, That's like such a name a little girl wouldn't even name. Like make I up love that. it. He's such a cutie. And Iki is like, uh, these are my new siblings because my other siblings are the worst. And yeah, it sucks being like... Tenzin is like, bro, I feel you there. You mind I if feel I join you. you? Um, and so... It's almost, like, like yeah, these, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like these stories are parallel. <laughs> it's almost like there's some kind of line we can draw between them. Ah. Um, and so then, then we go get a little more serious here. We're back in the courtroom. Uh, but yes. Len is like, yo, Asami, I, I did it. All right. He's like, I just gave some money to two guys. And I said, take care of it. But it turns out those weren't actual anybody who mattered. Um, typical Bolin. Are they just making Bolin dumber? It's, it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it feels like it, doesn't it? I <laughs> I have some feelings about that. Um, I don't know if he's going to get dumber. Like, I I wonder if they just, like, because sometimes this happens in shows where you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do with this character. Yes. That's what it feels like. Which, yeah. like, I don't mind because, like, especially, like, with the way that the show is clearly planned out, I don't mind that if, like, it happens sometimes. Okay. Because then, then it comes to the point where, like, you know what you're going to do with the character. Mm-hmm. You, you figure it out eventually. As mm-hmm. long as you figure it out eventually, right. I'll forgive this. All right. So uh, so then we see the uh, the judge walk in and Bowen's like, oh, man, I should have bribed that guy. And we're like, yeah, buddy. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, what, yeah, you should have done that. But, like, I remember, like, looking at the judge. And I'm like, he looks serious. Maybe he just is, like, a, ju- like a regular judge. Yeah, maybe this won't turn out like we think it's going to turn out. Uh, and so the, the trial begins, and then we get all the boring legal stuff. Uh, Why were there any lawyers? I don't know how Water Tribe court works, really. Or uh, like that. What, what's that person who like writes out everything? <laughs> that job must be hard. You gotta like really listen. I'd be terrible at that job. I get distracted. I know, right? Jobs that we could not do. Um, and so Unilock starts saying, "Hey, listen, I was I was trying to sleep at night, and then uh, the rebels attacked." And then Cora saved saved him. And yep. then Cora uh, is like, "Yo, what was what was the meeting like?" And she's like, "I, uh, yeah." She was telling him about the meeting. And then uh, <laughs> Bolin's like, "Object! <laughs> Sit down." It's like, "Can I declare a mistrial?" I agree with him on that. This is clearly a mistrial. Clearly a mistrial. There are no lawyers. Uh, and then she's like, "Hey, my parents are innocent here." And the the judge leaves, comes back. Uh, and says, you know, he'll he's going to give his final decision. Mm-hmm. Um, Which isn't how that works. And, there should be a jury also. There should be a jury, yes. There should be. It's not, it's, so, not a, it's not a judge's decision. There's no jury of people. What does the here. judge decide technically in a trial? Is he like, he just, I think in some cases they decide something. They can, yeah. Well, if you, if you watch the Honorable Judge Judy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's in the, I don't know if they just like, if they decide like sentencing or like. Uh, they can yeah, declare, they do. I know they can declare like mistrials and stuff. Judge, yeah, a judge can decide sentencing. Yeah. Uh, all right. I watch enough 48 hours to know all my legal things. Never watched Law and Order. I watch life, a bunch but... of other stuff, but I don't watch a lot of like. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. So, so during the break, while while our good judge friend is trying to decide, do we know what's going what's gonna happen? Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Bolin's like, yo, uh, Eska, can we like? I feel like there's a rift between us. She's like, I agree, which is why we should get married. <laughs> Cause that's how that works. We're gonna we're gonna save this relationship with marriage because that works in every situation. And then she gives him a betrothal necklace, a beautiful betrothal necklace that looks like it could kill a man because it has a nice skull on it. That looked like it's something. Pretty, you know, that I, looked like something we would buy at Hot Topic. I was gonna say like I'm pretty sure that was probably on sale at Hot Topic at some point. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was definitely in the throes of, uh, of the Hot Topic jewelry. Hot Topic's section. still a thing. Hot Topic is definitely still a thing. They still, I still, they still, they have a couple nice nerd stuff though. They do do you kind of? I, I do kind of go in there. and I'm like, I kind of hate myself, but also I still kind of want to buy some. To be fair, like I was like fidget if I ever want to like dress up as a TARDIS, you can totally do that there because they had like a TARDIS dress. Oh yeah, they had the dress, and then there. they've got like the headbands. That, yeah. Like they have a good Doctor Who stuff. So I'm like, I could do this. All right, yeah. It's, but it's, actually, in my mom, they have a, other, they have a couple other nerd stores now. Mm-hmm. So they like apparently FYE is still around. FYE is still around. Yes. I didn't know that, but like the one that they there's one in Park City. There was, and then they but they closed the one in my mall, and now it's just kind of like a super nerd place. Oh, just a, just a regular nerd. Well, there's like others. Anyway, oh nice. Well, now we have to go to the mall. Great. <laughs> um, you don't live near me. You can't come to my mall. Oh, that's really sad. The, the judge returns and is like lines all the people up, and they're like, "Hey, Senna." my lady she's like you're innocent all right you have nothing to do with this and senna's like oh thank god i'm like good i um, agree and then she's like but everyone else here everyone else all these other guys including tone rack who was not there the other guys were involved in like the the plot to kidnap this guy tone rack is not there he just like, knew about it which i like, you you're guilty of treason and the sentence for treason is death it's death yes i knew that bam just gonna kill him uh and and then Cora's like, I'll end your life. And I'm like, Cora, honey, calm down. <laughs> yeah, but it. like, You're she upset. just got back, like, she just got back in, in good graces with her dad. And like, I'm pretty sure, like, we had Avatar powers and somebody said, like, hey, your parent or your sibling is going to be, like, put to death. We're going to go kill people. Uh, then, like, Unalak, if we had Avatar, come on, like, if we had Avatar powers. Then Unalak is like, hey, man, like, that's a little harsh. Don't you think, why don't, why don't we just, like, reduce the sentence a little bit? And he's like, okay, fine, life in prison. And the court is like, hey, thanks, man. I'm like, don't thank him for that. One, your dad's still in prison. Your dad is going to be in prison for the rest of his life. And two, the way that was set up, how can you not tell this is rigged? This is obviously a setup. Cora's <sighs> um, really trusting sometimes. She she's a little naive, and that's okay. But yeah, her. totally. But still, um, so back at the air temple, uh, Tenzin Ikari is still chilling in the cave, and then uh, he's like, "Man, this is nice. Nobody's yelling at me." And I'm like, "You are a grown man, Tenzin. Please get over yourself." Um, and then uh, he's got a lot of Ikki, issues. He's got a lot of stress. He's he's, he's got a lot going on. This yeah. Lady, anyway, and he and Iki's like, "Hey, let's invite Kai and Bumi," because they're like. Cool and Tenzin's like no, let's not. And he's like, hey, they're pretty nice. They're I, they're pretty cool. Like people. Kaya always asks how I am, and Boomy's really funny. Yeah, exactly. And then Tenzin, because he wants his child to get along with his siblings, mm-hmm. with their siblings, like saying like, well, what about your siblings? They're like that. And then it's kind of like ding. And they're like, oh, oh. And then they're like, okay, let's go back home finally. Yeah, because I think the lesson is just kind of like, yeah, like siblings fight a lot, even like the little, but but by sin, right? The what? I forget the name of the. Uh, the animals. Bison. Yeah, it was, okay, I thought it was bison. Anyway. Lying bison. Like, Sky like, bison. Like, it's even like, yeah, you, they fight too, but like, they're still a family. Yeah. And they still love each other. That's how families work. Yay. Yay. Everyone loves each other, except for this family that we're about to talk about. Oh, well, <laughs> some of them love each other. Some of them love each other and others that no. Um, so, Cora and Senna enter Tanarak cell at the prison, and they're like, he's all right, which is okay. And Cora's like, yo, let's break you out. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's going to start a war, dude. And True. Like, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. And and, be, and the North is a lot bigger than the South. Like, we, we would not stand a chance here. That's, is, that, is that true? Uh, the North, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The North is a lot more established than the South. That is True. And he's like, it's going to be all right. Like, it's fine. Like, just go home. And then, of course, Cora doesn't do that. And she doesn't just go quietly into the night. She, well, because her mom is sad. Her mom is sad, yeah. And because uh, and she's like, I feel so, like, Cora's mom is like, I feel so helpless. And then she's like, all right, well, I'm going to take care of this. So she she gets on her lovely polar bear dog, Naga, and then chases down the judge. And then we were very afraid that that car was going to go off the edge there, off a cliff, because they were very reckless. They were on an edge, right? Yeah, he was, like, mm-hmm. driving on the edge of a cliff. I love this scene so much. And then, uh, yeah, and so uh, she uh, drags this man out of the car, and he's like, hey, release my phys- uh, father from prison. He's like, I can't do that, because I was just following Unalak's orders. Yeah, which I thought that was going to be just, like, the whole thing. Duh. Like, obviously, it's rigged. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we already know this. That was pretty obvious. What's the point of this scene? Besides, like, maybe Naga eating some some people. And then Cora uh, uh, is like, hey, wait, d- d- just explain yourself and he's like uh no i i said too much um and then she threatens him by putting his head inside of naga's mouth and mm-hmm. she has some very sharp teeth yes 
she did not want to mess with. And then he talks more about how obviously this was all rigged. And I'm like, I don't care. I know this, obviously. And it was, I'm smarter than Cora at this point. <laughs> and then, uh, then he's like, uh, he's only just trying to get his brother out of the way, just like he did when he got him banished. Ah. And then you were like, ah. I did not see that coming. You did not see that coming, which was great. Because like the way that, because like, I think it's like, and I think it's really smart the way that they like set this up. Yeah. Because obviously her, I keep like, how do you say her father's name? Tonrak. Tonrak clearly did not know that, like, obviously this whole thing was a setup. He thought he genuinely screwed up. Yeah. So then the way he tells the story, I'm like, oh, he just genuinely screwed up. Mm-hmm. Cool. It happens. It was really bad. So, like, the, so like that, that's really actually a smart way to set somebody up, make them yeah. think they did it. Yeah. And then you find that out. I, so, like, I just assumed that, that obviously, like, oh, it's just a screw up kind of thing. So, like, I did really like that twist quite a bit. It, it did lead twist. me to another problem, which we will get to in a bit. Go on. Do you want to talk about that twist, like, when you found that out the first time? I don't even remember, honestly. Did you see it coming, or you don't know? I think I, think I, saw, I, think I saw it coming, yeah. I was, pretty, like, I was pretty, like, neutral towards it. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, no, totally. I was about to say, it totally makes sense. I just didn't see it coming. Yeah, I think the thing with that is, we'll talk about that a little later. Okay. Um, in, uh, so, back at, so then we get to another scene, which I thought was very heartfelt. Uh, we're back in the Southern Air Temple in that room with all the statues and stuff. And yes. Fumi, Fumi has a heart-to-heart with his dad. Obviously, his dad can't talk back because it's a statue of his father, not his actual father, because his dad is dead. Um, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not an airbender. And, you know, I was trying to do my own thing to keep the world safe. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, it's fine. It's, it's Um And then Kaya was listening the whole time. And she's like, man, dad would be proud. And then they gave him a nice hug. And everything is okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. a good scene. I get, I always get emotional at that scene because he just wants his father to love him. His father probably did. His father definitely loved him, but he still needs his father's approval <laughs> to live through life, even though he's dead. Um, <laughs> anyway, so back in the Southern Water Tribe, uh, so Cora tells Mako, Asami, and Beric uh, that that she found out about Unalak because Judge the judge squealed yeah we explained because I was kind of wondering like okay like I saw like how the like because like the fact that like the dad told the yeah. story. You see how, like, it's all happened, and it clearly didn't seem like a setup. Yeah. So how is this a setup? So, yeah, Unalak hired the barbarians to attack the Northern Water Tribe yes. and then told them to retreat to the Spirit Forest. Yes. Uh, because he knew, he knew his brother, the general, would be, like, all about attacking that place. Yes. So he, he yeah, he used that to his advantage, and then this got Donarak uh, banished so Unalak could become the chief himself. Yes, which, by the way, one smart move. Gonna give him that. Yeah, yeah no, that's pretty pretty well thought out yeah good job so that means that does that mean like if they reinstate who was ever chief and that means that Cora is the next chief if her dad gets reinstated that's a great question <laughs> no i don't i don't think so though really um, but if her dad gets reinstated then i don't well do we want the do we want the creepy cousins to rule ah <sighs> that's a really good question <laughs> um anyway so and so, yeah, so we're here talking about that. And then um, Cora's like, hey, friends, hey, friends, let's bust, let's bust my dad out of jail. And they're like, hell yeah. Especially at this let's point. Let's bust my dad out of jail. Especially at this point, because, like, obviously we know everybody's plans. And then Bolin comes in and he's wearing uh, some very traditional water tribe robes with his, and he's, he looks very uh, Eska-esque. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I'm getting married and Cora's like, um, like I guess the uh the girl's supposed to get the betrothal necklace. I'm like, Cora, we don't have time for your gender roles here. Let's <laughs> if, if a girl wants to give a guy a betrothal necklace, it's okay. Um, yeah, but we then, don't want Varric, we don't want do we want Bolin to be married though? No, we don't. Just in general, we don't want him to be married. And Varric is like he's like, Look, dude, I got this. I've been here before. Um so he's got a plan. Okay, great. He's got a plan. Uh so Isami, Mako, and Cora, they they get in the they're they're right in the prison. They're they're initiating a prison break. Yeah. And so we get to see Sami back in action because she uses her electrified glove. Yay. So good. And they get into Tonrak's cell, except he's not there. What? What? Where'd he go? Uh, Unalak is there, though. And he's like, Cora, you're never going to see your father again because he's on a ship headed to the Northern Water Track. Even though probably Cora shouldn't have could, said that. Even though, yeah, because Cora can then go to the ship. And also, she could still go to the dramatic. North. dramatic. Yeah, anyway. It's just very dramatic, and I'm like, all right, Unalak, calm, calm yourself here. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, so, 
Korra uh, threatens to take out Unalak and his army if she doesn't bring his father back. But he's like, you're the Avatar. You can't, literally, it's going to be an actual war if you do that. So that's a dumb idea. So just stop. Um, and he's like, we're trying to be unified here, man. You know, like unity. And, and then Korra's she- like, you don't want unity. You just want power. Like, man, you've, she's like, you've been jealous of my dad. And, uh, and you must have been jealous that my dad was the father of the Avatar and you weren't because you're a loser. Unalak is like, mm, I only want you to help you realize your destiny. Um, and she's like, nah, man. Nah, man. And so he's like, Dark Spirit's going to attack the South in a civil war. Uh, and she's like, just give me my dad back. And there's this all. And they just start fighting. Yeah. They, they really, it's a bunch of words. And then they fight. Yeah. And so they, uh, Korra manages to escape uh, get out of there, mm-hmm. and they're yep they're they're going, and they're they're trying to get to a Varric's yacht. That's yeah. that's their escape. Okay, vehicle. but I wanna. What else we should we should probably mention that um, Cor mentions that like, you still need me to open up the other spirit portal. Oh yeah, and Unalak says no, I don't, which is interesting. And you're like, what's the deal with that? Yeah, but then I also have a point about Unalak no, and this is like my problem. Yes. Okay, so, like, in the last episode, like, there was a whole, like, people coming from the Water Tribe, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting, because, like, I thought Unag was going to be, like, a grayish yes. antagonist kind of yes. thing. Like, I was, like, I'd be like, okay, I understand your points, and, like, why you want them to unify Of course, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this right, and then, like, it'd be, like, this whole thing of, like, everybody just, like, coming together. Yeah. And, like, him realizing he was wrong and, like, mm-hmm. and being unified. And now they just make him a straight-up villain. Yes. He's that, a straight-up yeah, dick No, I, I, I totally agree. That's That was my thing with the – I was going to bring that up later. We'll talk about this now because mm-hmm. I, I have feelings about this. Okay, go ahead. Um, because we were talking about the reveal of him trying to get his brother vanished. And, like, that was a good reveal in and of itself. Um, but really all it does – for Unalak's character is just establish him as a bad guy. But we've already established he's a bad guy. But this just further pushes him into... The bad guy area. That, yeah, we're, we're taking the gray out of the character. Um, and I think to have a good antagonist, you mm-hmm. need to have that gray in there. And I think that the further we go along the series, first you start off as like, well, you're not really sure because he, he's kind of uh, he, he's kind of more of this theocratic guy. He's only really worried about spirits. Um, he's not really thinking about much else. Mm-hmm. Um, but the further we go along, it just seems like he's, he's, just, he's just a bad guy. Yeah, um, and that's not really as interesting. Yeah, and like usually, like usually, like like this whole like saga, like it's like everything from the like, last Airbender, even like season uh, book one. Yeah, they had good villains. Yeah, who were either like some of them, yes, were like straight up villains, but like I, I, they were actually more interesting straight up villains. Yeah, or they were dynamic characters who like you understood why they were doing what they're doing. Even yes. like last, even in the last book. I yeah. understood why all these villains were doing what they were doing. Even with Councilman Dickbag. Yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> I forgot his name was Tarlock, but but we just call him Councilman. Dickbag. No, I forgot the other name. Who's uh the like had the mask on? Amon. Amon, yeah. yeah. Like Amon and Councilman Dickbag. Like I understood where they were coming from, and they might have been helpful if they had not been blown up. And they blew themselves up. Also, side note: let's just draw this parallel. Uh, last villains of last season uh, was was uh, evil waterbender guy. Yeah, villain of this season evil waterbender guy yeah what the, is up with that there's brothers last season there's brothers with the conflict and there's brothers this season with the conflict i think this is a little it's a little similar don't you think i know why why they didn't know what they had to didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what they were doing which like it's kind of sucks because like and that's like honestly like a problem i can understand it's yeah. like you clearly just thought this is gonna be it oh wait we right. gotta do more yeah <laughs> if it gets like honestly like if season three is like better yeah then I'll be okay with this because kind of like, all right, like a lot of shows, like they have this problem where they're kind of like, okay, we got to figure this out. Yeah. Okay, I think we figured it out. Let's keep going. Right. So, so. This, this could all be forgiven, yeah. but. But like. I didn't even think about that, dang. Yeah. I guess because I saw um, uh, Consumant Dickbag is more of a bloodbender because he did a lot of that. Yeah, it was more like bloodbending. Like it really wasn't revealed that the major guys were before Broadbiters until like towards the end, really. Well, we knew um, that um, Councilman Dickbag was a waterbender. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah. just just food for thought there. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we even with this? Oh yeah. So so that was that was our beef with uh, our our good pal Lunalock. Now is he like the main villain throughout the show or the season at least? Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, uh, there's 14 episodes, and this is four. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Um, so 
so now we're back on the the streets of the water tribe where yes. Bolin and and just a strange looking uh, platypus bear. Yeah. Uh, totally not a human inside of there or nope. two humans inside of there. They're walking down the street. Yeah. Uh, another water tribe soldier. They're trying to get to the boat. Yeah. Really, they're they're trying to get to the getaway vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, northern water tribe guy is like, uh, hey, do you have a license for that animal? And so mm-hmm. in order to create a distraction, uh, Barry and Julie, uh, drop just like. Spurred out some money from the backside of the the bear shit the money. Platypus. The the bear the platypus bear is pooping money, and that and that creates a good enough distraction. Cool. All right. Fine. <laughs> so they're able to get on the yacht. Um. So and then Koromako and Asami also get on the yacht, and they're get, they're getting ready to go because they're trying to they're trying to chase uh get to Tonrak and all the other water tribe guys who are in jail. Yep. They're trying to find them. But there's like a blockade there and mm-hmm. they can't get out. But like if only we had a plane. And Ah. Eric's like, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you ask?" He presses a button, a plane pops it's out. It's a of nice the ship. plane. It is a beautiful plane. Uh, it has his nice uh this Varric like logo on it, which mm-hmm. is a nice nice uh logo mm-hmm. uh just a really good looking plane a good thing we have somebody who can fly a plane for some reason i thought cora was gonna do it for like a second I'm like, but <laughs> i don't she couldn't even drive a car <laughs> i know that's why i was confused and then i'm like but you have a sami and then i saw sami flying the plane and i'm like good yes girl and so uh there wasn't a runway though so they mm-hmm. have to use uh some some fire bend and propulsion to get up on there which was pretty cool yep it's pretty nifty yep um so cora uses the avatar state to move the boats, move yep. the blockade out of the way. And so they finally are able to uh, get to the ship and rescue Tonrak. But uh, yeah, so, and she's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to help you out, dad. And well, they, yeah, like, they get all the prisoners out. Yeah, they get all the prisoners out, uh, which is great. And then Cora tells her dad about the uh, setup, right? Yeah. Okay. Because like, he's like, why did you free me? You know, you're going to start a civil war. Yeah. And, and Tonrak's like, oh, crap, that's kind of. Yikes. That's kind of a major deal. That like, totally... Like, we should probably fight that guy then. And Like, my dad's probably dead, and I did not have a good relationship with him. <laughs> and Oh, my God. Yeah, that's horrible. That's, <laughs> it just gets worse the more you think about it. Uh, and then Cora's like, hell yeah, let's fight. And she's like, no, you're the Avatar. Please stop. <laughs> and I was kind of upset. Like, hey, like yes, your kid's the Avatar. She can help, you know. Yeah. Um, but... And so yeah, she's he's like, listen, we just need the president of the United Forces of the United yeah. Republic to understand like our cause here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go talk to that guy. You know, you, but that you know him. Yes, but that is a very important job to give to somebody. I think Corey appreciated it. Yeah, like so I, she has a good job that doesn't involve fighting. Well, th- there's gonna be fighting. I mean, there probably will be fighting, but you know, not intentional. Oh yeah, so so we go back to the Air Temple. Yeah, and so Tenzin and Iki return. Um, and everyone's happy, and Milo and Janora apologize. Apologize? Uh, they, they, like, apolo- they're like, kid- they sibling apologize. Well, it's kind of like everybody the long- gets along again. It's kind of like, it is kind of like just like that. Like, yeah. sorry, and then you get along again. Then everybody apologizes to each other. Uh-huh. And then Kaya pulls out this lovely picture. It was so cute. It was such an adorable picture of, of all of them when they were young. Yeah, um, like probably Tenzin. Like- Tenzin was a baby. And everyone else is like little kids. I'm I like really that up cute. so we can stare at that sometime because, gosh, that was like my, my phone background for a long time. I said when that episode yeah, yeah, first yeah. came out because it's gosh, it's such a cute family photo. Um, and so they're like, they're like, we're a happy family. And like, yeah, we're all happy. We have problems, but overall, we loved each other. That's they all love that matters. Each other. That is yep. all that matters. Yes. Um, and By the way, is anybody gonna like tell Tenzin? About all the shit that went down when he was on vacation. He should, if, I hope they eventually let I like him know. that when like, oh, I just went back from vacation. What happened? <laughs> uh, the world's kind of fall apart, but that's fine. Well, the water tribe's falling the apart. Anyway. Apart. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> and so like, just, we, we end off on kind of a funny thing. Um, they're like leaving uh, on like Varix Yacht and then Bolin is like, oh man, good thing that we're broken up, me and Eska. And I'm like, mm. And then, then they see something in the distance and just a very upset Eska. Uh, like probably upset that her her emo her tears makeup yeah. going down. Yep, and then but good thing, and then uh, um, Bolin is like, hey, do you uh, do you think this ship is fast enough to escape my crazy waterbending ex girlfriend? And Varric is like, why do you think I built this ship? Does Varric have a backstory involving? He he may, but I don't know. Okay. Who also, knows? like, I am actually looking forward to this because I'm looking forward to Eska like catching up. Yeah, and then kind of maybe like joining them and yeah. then maybe like changing a bit and maybe a relationship maybe between like a nice relationship between her and Bolin where they don't get married right away like they they date for a couple of years they get to know each other 
That would be really nice. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Like, I feel like that might happen, which I would appreciate. Redemption. It it'd be, like, fun. I like redemption in character. Redemption. Yep. Um, so that was that episode. So that was Civil Wars Part 1 and Part 2. We just finished up that kind of big chunk of a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts here? I really, like, th- thinking about it now, there's a ton of problems. All right, please, share with me your problems. Well, I think I want it's just, like, all. literally, like, the whole thing with the villain and, like, the fact that, like, they're literally just, like, re- you brought it up, I didn't even think about it. They're literally rehashing book one. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But I so, I, so, like, that's a huge problem. Yeah. And, like, I don't know where they're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, I was really interested in this episode. I was, like, super invested in everything, mm-hmm. including the A-plot. Yeah. That was interesting. Um, I liked... I liked everybody. Um, there wasn't a, the, like Cora did well. I really liked her in that. Mm-hmm. The Bolin stuff was still not great. It was better, mm-hmm. I think, than the last episode. Yeah, but not great. Yeah. Um, I liked having a Sami back. Could she could could she could have done a bit more? Yeah, she we could have had a little little more Sami. Yeah, and uh, Varric was awesome mm-hmm. in his bear thing. I like the the twist. Like honestly, I did not see that coming. Yeah. So good on good on you guys. Good job. And obviously, like, I guess, I don't know if I was, like, hoping that they would try to make it less obvious that this whole thing was rigged, but, like, they don't. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, and Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that, like, when you said it, they're rehashing book one with, like, everything, basically, Mm -hmm. except for the, even, like, with the whole equals thing, they're just trying, it's, like, unity. Yeah. Well, I think they're kind of, like. They just change it around a bit instead yeah. of focusing on every instead of like normal people and benders. It's just like the water tribes being unified. Yeah, and and spirits. They're just throwing some spirits into the mix. But there. there's not that much spirits yet. Like there was was there any spirits this, these two episodes? Not really. Exactly. Just talk about spirits. Yeah. So it does kind of feel like, with the exception of like the spirit plot line, which they clearly that's probably the only thing I thought of. But they made me. I don't know if it's gonna like appear more, but they clearly didn't like rehash it enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's clear that like they're just kind of rehashing book one. Yeah. Even, like, making Bolin an idiot. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about that. That's how we did talk about that. I said Bolin no. is so dumb now. No, I, well, I didn't. Uh, well, I was like, I'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, well, I, I, it's true because I, I think I said it. I said it back in book one where I think I like uh, I like book, book one Bolin's iteration way better than I like book two Bolin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we still have yet to see kind of why I feel that way. Um, we'll kind of get a little bit more of that in later episodes. But definitely I feel like... They kind of um, kind of took Bolin's character and they're like, okay, well, he's funny. And they kind of forgot about everything else about his character. Yeah. They're just like, he's funny and he's not also, very smart. You know what he also is? A really good earthbender. And he cares about people. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. He, he feels very passionately. He's just a big sweetheart and teddy bear. But we, we're not really talking about that part. and Which is sad because I love Bolin with all my heart. But also book two Bolin makes me want to like just sigh deeply. <laughs> all right pour one out for our boy yeah so Uh, what do you think of the episode so that yeah that was a big point um yeah i think well kind of also rehashing another point i made i still really like the b plot Um, oh no yeah i still like the b plot it was just kind of like the a plot got interesting now yeah it actually like it kind of picked up really in speed um Mm -hmm. so we kind of get so i think it makes me a little more curious or maybe a little more curious about what's gonna what's coming up because once we kind of finished that we okay we knew that the trial was rigged and we knew that you know um they're gonna get well, we didn't know that he was going to get out of jail, but we were kind of like, all right, we're probably going to Oh, I assumed he was going to get yeah. out of jail. Yeah. So we're like, well, where are we going now? And now we know we kind of have an idea because we have to go uh, back to um, Republic City. Republic City. I mean, do we know who the president is? Like, uh, No, we only saw him in that one clip in the first episode. I just didn't know if we one. met him before. Uh, No. Okay. No, he's he's a he's a brand new character. Cool. Um, I wonder if he got elected then. <laughs> Who knows? You probably uh, do. I, I don't actually know how we got elected. I, they, they're pretty, like, vague on, like, how they just restructured an entire government with, in, within six months, but I'm not bitter about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this kind of, it, it's kind of picking up a little bit, and there were some mm-hmm. funny moments, there were some good moments, and yeah, I'm just, you know, just waiting to see what happens next. Also, we point this out in the last season, the last two episodes because of something we care about so much. Very little Mako, Mako and Core relationship stuff. Yeah, very little. That was pleasant. It was nice. I hope it stays that way. Let's hope. We keep like bringing this up. Like, I, that I, like, it stays that way. <laughs> we keep bringing this up. Like, I've seen your like eyes whenever I bring this up. <laughs> I have a feeling. Guys, I'm trying so hard to like not give anything away. Gonna, but it's so is hard. Is it anytime soon? 
I okay. I'm not gonna comment. I'm not gonna tell you about that. So the next episode, got uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was loud. That was really loud. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure my mic like totally peaked there. Um, I, I don't actually know what are the next two episodes. The next two episodes are Peacekeepers and The Sting. Ooh. Excited for the sting. Uh, like actually excited or like excited for my reactions? No, um, I it's been a while since I saw that one. And I only remember a couple things from it that I liked. Um, so I'm excited to rewatch that one. Okay. I, I don't think I've seen Peacekeepers or the Sting. Uh, I'm not sure how many times I actually watched those. So uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. So any other thoughts from this episode? No. Cool. I'm good. Good because we're running pretty long here. Uh, as long as the last one. <laughs> all right. So that's all for this episode. Uh, you. So if you want to listen to more of our stuff, you can always like us on Facebook, Witty Clothes. Uh, we are on iTunes now. Again, if you if you missed that memo, uh, we are also on iTunes. So look for us, Witty Clothes, and subscribe. Leave us a rating, uh, some comments. We like to hear what what your thoughts are. Uh, we like some some nice uh, some nice words or some not nice words. I don't know keep it interesting yeah um also you know you can like to subscribe us on facebook leave us a comment there um and we are on twitter at witty clothes facebook at witty clothes uh we are on soundcloud look for us on witty clothes as well um and then you know if you want to stop on by the patreon we are you know we will never you know not say yes to that so yep. uh, we are also on patreon at witty clothes productions um so give us a look we and we will be back next time with legend of Korra book two spirits episodes uh oh god five and six five and six which are peacekeepers and the sting so that's it for this episode of uh, first reaction fan reaction i am your host caitlin clothing with me as my co-host Dara whitman and we will see you next time peace peace <laughs> <laughs>